Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, but can you honestly tell me that you can beat Avec T? A Snickers. Honestly, don't... Listen, I know you bunch of fucking boring pricks that I'm being like, but I love the Kit Kat. I love the Kit Kat. That's the most chocolate I've tried. Fuck off. Go fuck yourself. The, the most elite choice you could choose with your cup of tea is a Snickers bar. No questions more. Thank you. The end. After the tone, after the tone, leave your message after the tone. Oh, hello, it's me. It's your pretend friend. I just wanted to clearly state that we're not friends in real life. This is purely an audio arrangement. Uh, me, my name is Scotty. Welcome. Welcome back to After the Tone. Yeah, another 40 minutes of your life in which, um, well, I mean, you'll mainly listen to me because, well, I like the sound of my own voice. I'm not going to lie about that, okay? I like my sound of my own voice. And um, you lot are a bunch of pricks. That's why I keep coming back for more. So listen, if you like the sound of your own fucking voice and you want to hear more of yourself, make your own fucking podcast, okay? That's how it works, okay? Podcasts are literally just for people who didn't get attention as children. And that is why I'm here. So if you're listening, you've got attention child privilege. Many thanks. How was your week, Scotty? Well, I'll tell you. It was actually quite nice, actually. Yeah. Not much happened. I know I'm supposed to be here and tell you something very entertaining. But, you know, listen, the pressures that I have to live an exciting life just for you lot, I mean... I'm sorry, I'm just going to tell you the truth. Nothing very exciting happened, okay? I'm not going to lie. Actually, marginally interesting thing happened. I bought a bin for my room. I'm staring at it now. It's white with a marble effect. Do you know how much that cost me? A fucking tenner. 
Ten pounds for a fucking bin. A bin. A bin cost me ten full human pounds. Maybe lizard pounds, you know, if you're into that thing. Ten of them. Daylight fucking robbery, innit? But, you know, the irony is, charge me 30 quid for a bottle of natural wine. No problem. Four pounds then you want for a fucking coffee with an oat milk? Great. 50 quid for a... you Anyway. But a bin for a tenner? I almost fell over. I almost fell over. Also this week, news in, I had a square pizza. That is what the children are doing nowadays. Square pizza. Is anything fucking safe? Uh, Now, listen, on to business. Debbie and Tim have been really fucking kicking off at me this week, okay? And you don't actually want to see Tim angry. Gets very spitty and quite gesticulative. That's like posh for moving your hands a lot, okay? And why? Why is that? Why are they kicking the fucking baby out of the pram? Proverbial, is that the right word? There's not an actual baby is what I mean. Because... Not very many of you called this week. Why? Because you're a lazy bunch of cunts. So I get it in the fucking ear. So, you know, if you would like me to have a fucking easy life, because listen, I sit here week in, week out for your pleasure. Okay? Poor Tim and poor Debbie, poor Maya and poor Kat. No, fucking poor me. Because I have to fucking talk to you. They don't have to fucking talk to you. I have to talk to you. That's how this works. Listen. We're all sat here waiting for the phone to ring. But you lot, well, fucking too good for us, it seems. An actual shower. So I tell you what, get off your fucking lazy ass. Pick up the WhatsApp. Debbie sent me a list of questions. We could ask them these questions. Maybe they want to do that. Tim's asked more questions. No, I said, Debbie, go fuck yourself. They can stop being lazy fucking arseholes and they can pick up the phone. They've got fucking brains. They've got questions in the head they might want to ask me. Listen, in some circles, people think I'm interesting. They call me avant-garde. People have written about me in things like The Guardians. Yeah. But these these dickheads, do they want to know anything about me? Do they fuck? They just want to know about themselves. So, listen, if you've got a burning question, all you've got to do is pick up the WhatsApp and send us a voice note to the number that I'm going to give you a little bit later, okay? It'll just give me a fucking easy life. And if you don't do it, I will come around to your house and I'll shit in your handbag. Maya, Tim, Scotty, Deuce Debbie, Deb. As you can probably tell, it's a spooky scouser here, and I just want to say thank you for your response, Scotty, and understanding about how fucking horrible it is to have an eating disorder. Uh, I'll say have one, because even though I don't do the behaviours anymore, the thoughts, as you said, still come into your head. Anyways, just letting you know, letting the pub know, I'm feeling a lot better about the whole diabetes thing. It's probably because I've had a really good week. I've actually become a mental health first aider, which I'm fucking crazy. So <laughs> it might sound a bit weird. But um, if you have a mental health issue, then you're probably going to be interested in mental health issues. Yeah, it was great. And also I put up my Halloween decorations. So I love Halloween. So I'm very happy right now sitting in my really spooky living room. And I'm having a Halloween party because fuck it, why not? Only with my family. I can't be arsed with, like, loads of drunk friends. (laughs) But, yeah, I'm feeling loads better, which is great. So, enjoy Halloween. Okay, well, let's start as we mean to go on Spooky Scale. So, uh, thank you. Finally, someone comes in here and says thanks. 
So thank you very much, Lucas Cow. So I'm glad someone appreciates my presence. Um, now, mental health first aid. Now, this might sound I'm taking the piss. I definitely am not. How do you do mental health first aid? Like, what's the mental health recovery position? <laughs> like, and I'll tell you this because as someone who is, as we know, absolutely fucking mental. I don't know, like if someone come along to me in a green jumpsuit and said, don't worry, sit down, I'm above your head, um, drink this water, I might actually say to them, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> I need to be at home in bed watching The Real Housewives of Beverly Hill from 2015, please. And if I need to just be depressed or anxious. Yeah, so I'm wondering, what does it entail? What do you have to do? Because you can't fucking put plaster on it. Oh, if fucking only, if only you could give me a bit of Savlon and I'd be all right. They've tried. <laughs> if you could let us know what mental health first aiding is, that would be wonderful. Now, decor for Halloween. Oh, people like you. I can't abide it. I can't abide it. I'll say it again. I cannot abide it. I just don't get it. I don't get a one one we'll go with one i don't get sexy cats i don't get why putting the word sexy in front of a cat makes it more halloween <clears throat> sexy pumpkin don't get it it's a very american thing isn't it oh we're gonna do it out the house why no one's gonna knock at your door we live in such an untrustworthy society no one ever knocks at your fucking door and it's only ever gonna be your friends if you've got kids it's gonna be your friends kids no stranger's going to come and knock at your door and be like, can I have something, please? Those days are well and truly gone. So why are you putting cobwebs? Listen, if you want to sell your house, you don't want to fucking put cobwebs all over your house. You don't want to be like, oh, it's a creaky house. You, do you know what you're actively doing? You're bringing house prices down in your area. This is counterproductive. I think I'm onto something here. I think Halloween is responsible for de-escalation of house prices across the South. And actually, I'm all right with that, really, to be fair, because, you know, well, because you know. But um, Halloween, not for me, thank you. Hi, um, Scotty and team. Long-time listener and I have caught a couple of times. Um, I just wanted to jump in on the um, Bristol chat. My partner lives in Bristol. I'm Welsh. So um, a fellow Celt. And it's so funny because when you're a Welsh person, you have to look at Bristol as like the cool, cool place. It's so alternative and like Cardiff is like its sort of uncool cousin. And obviously in the last couple of years that I've been dating someone from Bristol, I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> I was kind of how wrong I was because... Yeah, it amazes me as a place, like, I've never met so many people that are almost, like, parodies of themselves in terms of, like, woke, white, middle-class hippies who are trust fund kids and who are just, it's amazing to me, like, and so many people with white dreads and it's like, oh, my Lord. Yeah, it's been very kind of enlightening. There are also amazing people in Bristol. Of course there are, but I will probably have to end up living there for a bit. So I'm sure karma will come and bite me in the ass. But I'm saying to someone who used to idolise Bristol a lot and now I see like the reality of it. But yeah, anyway, waffling now. 
hope everyone's having a good week i love the podcast so much bye oh hello friend a long-term listener called a couple of times l-l-c-a-c-o-t God, these abbreviations are getting a bit much. Um, Now, you've got a Bristol partner. And so, first off, I just wanted to start by saying I'm sorry. And I hope that um, you're doing okay with that. We can't all choose the geographic location of our partners. And I imagine that's a difficult time for you when you found out that their postcode started with BS. For more than one reason. And, uh, yeah, I just wanted to offer solidarity as somebody, I mean, you know, I am not somebody that can relate to that because I would not put myself through that level of trauma. I would not subject myself to that ridiculousness, but uh, you've obviously made a choice in your life and that's okay. In solidarity, et cetera. <laughs> now you're too right. It is quite the, the place of parody, isn't it? I think Bristol likes to think of itself as the Portland, Oregon of England Shire. It's it's really not though, is it? <laughs> so, yes, you know, listen, there is no shame in being from Wales. Honestly, some of the best places are in Wales. Like, um... Um... Hiya, Scotty, love. Bonus of audio, Dolly, old eek. I produce a dare by a Tim, Cat and Meyer, and hello to the rest of the ATT crew down at pub. Any road, have you heard my voice? Have you heard the state of it? I've been struck down by Miss Rona. Bloody carry on. I, uh, yeah, last, was it last, yeah, last Monday I tested positive. But I'm coming on to have a moan. I live a very sad and lonely and miserable life agoraphobic, social anxiety, all this, a glittering array of of mental health problems. And one thing I have really been looking forward to, it might not be to everyone's cup of tea, but tonight I was supposed to be going to see Miriam Margulies in conversation at the Queen's Hall. Can't go, can I? Can't fucking go. I'm raging. I even bought a ticket that gets you a free book as well. And the trouble is, right, and I know this sounds dreadful, and but this is how my mind works. All I can think is, she's in her 80s. She's probably going to be dead. She's probably not going to do stuff like this anymore. And I won't get to see her. So, Miriam, if, you, if you're hearing this, can you, love, just try not to die for a few more years? And if you could just do another show at the Queen's Hall, that would be greatly appreciated. And the other thing, you mentioned Instagram. And over the years, I've I've been cautioned quite a lot on the old Insta for dropping the um, men are trash. I said men are trash. I also got a caution recently because I used the dyke word. And the other one as well is faggots. Faggots and fags, right? And I did a little video about it before. Because what if you want to go into town, buy some faggots in rich gravy and after dinner smoke a fag? Well, you can't say that on Instagram stories because it'll bleep you out. And also, do you want a little history lesson? I know we're not a queer history podcast, but I'm going to throw it in there. The reason why the word faggot is supposedly an offensive term and it's a bit of a one that has been doing the rounds because they go, oh, it's all to do with bundles of sticks that they used to throw on um, execution pyres to burn homosexuals. No, 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 no. So, 
one of the jobs that little old ladies used to do was to collect bundles of sticks. And you were a fag, that's the cuckoo in the background, and you were a faggot gatherer, right? And because you were elderly, you might have been like waddling around a bit. And so you had this kind of like funny mincy walk, right? And so because it was a derogatory term, old women, when you saw a dilly boy, a, a male prostitute wandering around mincing and high camping it up, they would refer to them as being a faggot because of the way they were walking. There you go. Any road, love and light, God bless sweethearts, and a big kiss from uh, that JRF. Bye. Nana's back in the lounge. Oh, it's always lovely to have you in. I was going to say, before I started off, I was like, oh, you've got a touch of a cold there. But there we go, that's the sound of COVID. Oh, well, I hope you pulled through that. Do let us know. Also, let us know, have you lost your sense of smell and taste and all of that? Do you remember that? At the start of all of this fucking debacle. I mean, we've literally, we literally lived through a plague, haven't we? I mean, we're still living through it. The best is yet to come, some might say. Um, remember, they were like, well, if you can't taste anything or smell anything, that, that's you fucked. Um, so some people have still got it, haven't they? I think I might have had COVID very early on. A very early adopter, as you can imagine. And uh, the smell of cooking onions, well, it would turn my stomach. So I'm wondering if you've got anything of the like. Miriam Margolis is going to be around forever. Oh, yeah, you're going to be fine. Hard as nails, that one, you can tell. Hard as nails. Love it. Absolutely adore. So I hope you get your book. Actually, call them up and be like, I need my book. I couldn't go because of Covidia's. But please, can I have my book? Don't let that go, by the way. The lay, the wayside? The lay... Don't go by the wayside. Don't go by the layside. Don't go by the... Lakeside. Lakeside's a shop. Layside? Will someone tell me what that is? Now, wasn't that an interesting little history lesson about gathering sticks? Hmm. Not just a pretty face there, JRF. Hiya Scotty, how you Dev? So Tim, my and my I cat. I hope you all guys are good and everyone else at the pub. Uh Nat here. Not gonna lie, I'm in quite a reflective mood. I had a bit of time a moment ago where I just you know, you have to just give yourself the space to feel all the feels. And um I got my discharge letter today. So I've officially been discharged from my mental health service, uh, which is fantastic because that means that I'm obviously better. And uh, my recovery, I just need to keep it, maintain this progress. Um, and I've been really trying to see this very much as like, this is the independent phase now of my treatment. Now I've kind of come out the other side and I think, I know there's obviously a lot of us mentals listening to this. So I just want to, I'm getting fucking emotional. Of course I'm getting emotional. I knew this was going to happen. Um, but, you know, I'm going to feel all the feels. Because... Uh, the support and the love that I have felt when I have been over, especially the last six months, because I had a breakdown basically in May. So you can imagine the time frame. Yeah, it was pretty severe. But regardless, the point is, is that I'm better now. And I just wanted to share a lot of love with all of you guys. I just felt an overwhelming sense of gratitude. And I know it sounds so fucking cheesy, but just that sheer sense of like, fuck, I've actually managed to survive. And uh, for anyone... <laughs> out there right now who maybe is in the fucking thick of it uh just just remember that we are all here do you know what? if i can survive babes if i can survive with these mentals 
soaking fucking you. Oh, lovely Natalie. Isn't that a lovely message? You know, I love that when, you know, the shit's hitting the fan. We're still able to offer each other some form of, like, empowerment, aren't we? I feel like I want to go out and, like, kick things. <laughs> I mean, I know that wasn't what Nat asked us to do there. But, that you know, that, like, yeah, let's fucking do it. That's what I felt from that. Um, survival is such a fucking dick, isn't it? Oh, for God's sake. Like, constantly, like... Oh, so, like, I mean, I don't even have the energy to talk about it. Just trying to feed yourself some days. You know, I've been trying to get to do some movie body things for the last three days. And I just haven't, like, had the time, energy, headspace, any of it. But then, you know, like, I'm going to feel the knock-on effects for that because that's part of my care regimes. Well, you're just like, you know, you just want to pause life for a minute and be like, excuse me, can everything just fucking pause whilst I catch up with everything else to keep myself well. So a massive solidarity there to you, Nat, as well. Offer that, throw that back to you. And congratulations. It's no mean feat, do you know what I mean? Like, getting yourself through that. So, yeah. Hope you're having something nice for your tea. Hi, Scotty. A few weeks ago, I visited friends in Bristol for the weekend. And me and my friend Josh were in the car on the way to town... And we were talking about podcasts and he listens to Actability of Seeing You and then we actually did. Um, so I don't know if you'll be pleased that I was too much of a wimp to say hello. Um, but I was way too much of a wimp. Um, but you looked really cute in your shorts and I can't believe that it actually happened after we were talking about it. So I just thought you'd want to know. Oh, hello, person. Oh, I love that. Listen, I absolutely love that. Um, I've been very lucky to meet quite a few of you in real life because some of you like to come up and say, oh, hiya, um, I just wanted to say. And I know that's a weird thing, but I'm always nice. I always like to have a gossip because, you know me, I do actually generally like gossip. But sometimes some people stare and I think, oh, I don't know whether to say anything because I don't want to go over there looking like fucking Mariah Carey. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, hello. Yes, it is me. (laughs) But sometimes when I say to somebody like, oh, hello. And they're like, oh, hi. Yeah, I listened to the podcast. I called in series three, episode nine. I love that shit. I absolutely Love that shit. And because it's so cute. And then I always tell the team, I'm like, oh, I met some people. Blah, blah, blah. And it's just lovely. Because caught in this like little audio world, it's, it is nice to remember that we're real life people. Of course, some people are shy people. And if you just want to wave, that's fine. But also if you want to call up the podcast and say, I saw you. But also I really love the fact that you thought I was cute. So that's good. I'm winning. Oh, look at me. I'm so gushy. <laughs> Still to come, there's a call from Down Under. Small talk with the neighbours and one caller's definitely got their mojo back. But before that, uh, this is your ad hoc reminder that without calling in and harassing me and telling me your business, there is no fucking show. So if you want more, you can either invite a pal to the gang because there's space for everybody, you know. You might got a friend that you think, actually, they should listen to this. So, you know, advise us, tell your friends, come and join the circle. But also, you might now feel brave enough to join in yourself. All you've got to do is pick up the blower. Um, and, you know, I'm really up for listening to what, what your favourite shit telly is. Currently, I'm very big into the Real Housewives franchise. Um, I'd also like to hear from those of you who think you have, like, the most elite recipe for a sandwich. 
I think people always forget salt and pepper on a sandwich, which really bugs me. Um, and also keen to hear if you've got any beef with your neighbours, because I love neighbour chat. You know me, I love neighbour chat. Uh, also, any shit dates that you've been on, <laughs> I love revelling in your shitness. So <laughs> I'd love revelling in your disappointment, actually. Uh, and also, whilst we're here, why don't you tell us how you're doing, like Nat did. All you got to do is pick up the blower, open up WhatsApp, and send us a voice note to this number. 0788 200 3420 And support us on the Patreon and get backstage access to more knobheads like you. Yes, and do join us over on the Patreon. Uh, you know, for the price of a coffee, you can help us keep going, and without your support, can't keep the community centre open, can we? Uh, remember, if you also want to join in onto the internet chat, hashtag after the tone P-O-D, and there you'll find our social media channels. Right, let's get back to it. Let's see who else is lingering in the mailbox this week. Hi, Scotty. It's Alice here. First time caller, long time listener, lifetime Fruit Loop. I have a small contribution on the on the the donut front. I agree, most of them are too bready, and I have quite a bone to pick with the jam. This story does involve shit as well, so I feel like I'm ticking off two little after the tone boxes. So I found out a while ago that actually the the jam is not jam. It's pear or apple puree that's been dyed that incredibly intense red and during the the second lockdown here in Nam slash Melbourne where I am my sister and I decided to get some jam donuts and they were the hot fresh ones that are like the, the jams pipe, pipe directly into but I also realized it was a bit of an experiment because my sister's actually got a fructose intolerance and she can't eat a lot of pear or apple and anyway scientific experiment the poor thing nearly shat her pants because she ate like four of the donuts and it wasn't because it was a fried donut. It was definitely like a fructose-induced incident. Anyway, I just thought that would be an interesting fact for everybody to know that jam donuts are kind of a lie. Get another strike against donuts, I think. I also just wanted to say thanks to you, Debbie, Tim, Maya and Kat for all of your incredible work in living in the world's the city that's had the world's longest lockdown and we are about to come out, which is a whole other thing. So if anybody's got tips for that, uh, very welcome to knowing people's advice on how to come back out into the world again. But this has been a really important space for me. Yeah, big love to you all, the ATT crew, and big love to everybody in, in the pub as well. Ciao! As an addendum, I just realised I said ciao and that makes me sound like a Tory. So bye-bye! <laughs> isn't that exciting you know me love a call from far away and i love it when we get a long-term listener first-time caller long-time fruit loop l l f c l f l alice there you go my god and what who started this idea of every time someone fucking says they're a long-term listener there's a fucking acronym debbie don't look at me like that debbie with all your alphabet letters over there please um, so it's well, welcome to the gang, Alice. Absolutely welcome. Who would have thought it? Donuts are big fucking liars, aren't they? Telling us there's jam in it when actually it's like mushy apple and conchinelle. Is that what they call that red thing? The red food colour? Ah. Well, it's, it explains a lot, right? Because 
now, actually, I feel like my distaste, my disdain, my disgust of a commercially viable donut is is justified. How disgusting. Also, 10 points for shit story of sibling. <laughs> Great work. Now, I think this is an excellent thing to put to the room about re-emerging lockdown because some of us in various places that we're listening to this are now living without any um, restrictions. Some people are. Some people have got partial restrictions. So, have we got any advice for Alice about rejoining the real world? You know what to do if you want to give Alice some advice. Get on the WhatsApp. Send us a little voice note to plus four four seven double eight two hundred. 3420. Hi, Scotty and the production team, Tim, Maya, Deb, and everyone in the pub. Just wanted to call you because it's been a very long time since I last called. You probably don't remember now, but it was the father in law with the angry boiled egg incident. So don't really know what that makes my nickname. I just wanted to call because, not really related to the topics from last week. Just I saw your post on Instagram, Scotty, about when you can have all your support in place and everything's good and you think you're all right and you've worked through some stuff and then it still gets you. My feeling of when I'm in that, having a case of the mentals and insecurities and things start getting overwhelming is like, it's almost like your skin's peeled off and you're just, yeah, very much raw to the world and everything feels like it's kind of scratching and poking and biting at you but actually I do feel like I'm getting better and um, I just wanted to mention something I don't know what everyone else in the pub thinks about this but I have a bit of a love-hate relationship with small talk what I don't know what everyone else thinks and so example um, you know when you go into work and everyone's like oh morning morning how are you yeah good how are you good how are you good how are you and it just goes on forever and you want to just die <laughs> there's that and then there's that weird neighbor small talk you know like the other day I decided to go out and sweep up some leaves before I went for a walk and the neighbor comes out and they do that classic thing with that oh you, you can do mine next if you want uh, and then they laugh awkwardly and then what do you do you know and it's just not funny and you like well do I am I just blunt to just say, oh, shut up, like, I don't know you. Of course I'm not going to sweep up, sweep up your leaves. But you don't, do you? You just go, oh, yeah, funny. Yeah, it's like just one of those things, I guess, just like part of being in a community. Sometimes you just have to be polite even when you don't want to. Anyway, love you all. Bye. Oh, hi. Yes, I remember you. I think from like a couple of seasons ago and you were living with your partner, like your housing arrangements had changed and you and your partner were having to live in with their parents. And it was like a little bit like, oh, God, on eggshells. And then the egg incident. Yes, I remember. Oh, yes, I do remember. Now, so we're here to talk about an Instagram post. Oh, yeah, I'm on Instagram, everybody. Back off. Give me two minutes. <laughs> and I did, yeah, I did a post this week, which was about how you can have everything in play. You know, you can have, like, 
really wonderful support systems, really enacting all you care, really keep up on all of the things that make you a happier person. But still, like, you can be shoved from every which way by marketing campaigns and capitalism and, you know, external messages that you've got no control over. So, yeah, there's that. And um, The love-hate relationship with small talk. Now, as you can imagine... I'm not backward and coming forward. So when someone says to me something like, oh, you could do mine next time, I would quite often respond with, yeah, it's a tenner. Honestly, try it. Try it and see what they do. It's a tip from me to you. Hiya, Scotty. Hello. Producer Deb, Kat, Tim, Maya. I was just pausing the podcast there to... uh come in with some celebratory news because you said you know it doesn't have to be to get support it can be about something fantastic so it's jojo by the way i've called quite a few times but kind of sporadically so my news is that i have got my orgasm back you didn't know i lost it but basically i've had quite like a month or so without it to give some background basically i've i've had uh ptsd so yes yeah, so and now i now have realised that that's what I've had for like 10 years and I've I've had a good sex life but I've had a lot of issues with sex because of what happened to me and I'm now on medication I'm on antidepressants and for those that know of course it can cause as they refer to it sexual dysfunction so I was sort of going at it having sex like feeling more up for it because I was feeling a bit better and yeah, never never been able to come. I mean, it's not always the goal, but for me, it's pretty good. So I was quite uh, disappointed by that. So uh, yeah, I was basically feeling, you know, that feeling when you want to sneeze and it never comes. It was basically like that, but an orgasm. Anyway, so um, I'm celebrating that with lots of sex. Uh, and I'm feeling like it's the most present I've ever been in sex for a really really long time probably a decade uh so that is something worth celebrating uh yeah just thought i'd fill you in on that and uh yeah love love to you all down the pub mine's an aperol spritz now as i've realized i like all right love to you bye oh i love an aperol spritz oh you suddenly very much like you <laughs> hi jojo welcome back listen what fantastic news because when you were talking there i didn't know which way it was going to go because yeah uh lockdown one and two i was very heavily medicated uh which i don't know if i told anybody i don't know if that came across and yeah me too all desire actually Oh, I just, no, no, not for me. No, thank you. All desire. Libido, I've never lied on her in a swimming pool. (laughs) Well, do you know what? If you can make yourself laugh, you're halfway there, Lilo. Now, (laughs) so, well, I'm really pleased for you actually because you know it isn't always the aim of the game but sometimes it's nice to have a little bit of a release isn't it and you know it's a it does lots of wonderful things for the body doesn't it and the mind so I'm glad you've been able to have that and yeah I mean, it's really interesting that the anti-d's that relationship there's always something which I'm kind of pissed off by which is about mental health isms is that there's always a payoff with the medications that are available to us there's always 
a side effect which is significant enough that we have to make a decision. Where you just think, is that where we're at? Are we just pausing mental health? Um, I was going to say supplements. I guess they are in a way. Um, meds and medication use and uh, research into that because because of capitalism and because we think well those are okay side effects if you've ever had to had that choice between making the choice between do I want to be a sexual person or do I want to be a happy person I think you'll understand it is like a real moment where you have to ask yourself which one of these and because it's also unknown as well because the research says oh well it might affect this amount of people or it could affect this amount of people but by the by Jojo you found your mojo, Jojo. <laughs> and aren't we glad? And that is us for another week, Dickheads. Well, I've had a lovely time, actually. There's been a lot of mental chat, which I'm there for. I've chastised you for not picking up the phone. But actually, the people that I've called this week, very lovely people. No complaints. Yes, please. Nice to hear some older, um, I was going to say older people. <laughs> Don't know if they're older or not. I mean, as in people who've called in before that a long time ago. Anyway, dickheads, uh, we've got this Christmas talent show coming up. We need your songs, your poems, your stories, your jokes, tambourine playing, tap dancing. I don't know, the fucking sound of you stuffing a turkey. Steady, Jojo. Um, the <laughs> the works. Now, um, you don't have to be good, actually. I mean, to be fair, you know me, I'd prefer awful. So, remember, pick up the blower and get us in your talent because that's coming very soon. Oh, Christmas is around the fucking corner. Once the spooky scars has got down the Halloween things, they're up for two minutes. Then you're getting baubles up there, aren't you? There you go. Also, a reminder, join us over on the Patreon for the price of a coffee. You can keep us going. Um, and join us on the WhatsApp. You know, pick up the blower. Give us a little voice note. Uh, join the party. Come on. Plus four four seven double eight two hundred three four two zero. And that Patreon link is patreon.com forward slash after the tone. Um, that's it from me. I've had a lovely time. I'll see you next week. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's it. I will just see you next week. I don't want to leave on a threat. I want to be a nice person. Look, some people call this growth, okay? I just call it... Well, I don't know. Trying to find an ending. After the Tone is hosted by me, Scotty, produced by Debbie Kilbride, vice producer Tim Bano, assistant producer Maya Miller-Lewis, digital producer Capril. ATT is a Debbie's production production. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.